0: by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Two four five six thousand. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash Bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, January 12, 2023. Stand up for your country. Getting harder to do that because it's so chaotic, but we have to do it. Stand up for your country. Now, it has not been a good 12 days, the first 12 days of 2023 for President Biden. So today, did you see it? Did you see the announcement of a new special counsel? How many of those? We have 18 now. Going to look into the Biden document thing? Now, we have the inside story on that. You're going to appreciate it. Um, But I have to do the talking points memo because I, I prepared this especially for you. I'm going to do that first on immigration. Then we'll get into the Biden documents, which is an amazing story. And I don't use that word as a cliche. It really is. All right, talking points memo. Let's talk about legal immigration to the U.S.A. We always say that if you're listening and watching the No Spin News, good to have a pen and paper because you can use this information. So in the whole world, the United States is the second most generous nation on legal immigration. Second. Who's first? Germany. Germany takes in 1.2 legal immigrants every year. We take in a million. Now, Germany is mostly from the Middle East north africa to do domestic work that the germans won't do themselves okay so we've taken a million here uh immigrants legally every year that means they get papers they get the right to work all of that um, illegally under biden we have about between five and six million that have come in under him i'll get to that in a moment but i want to give you the legal stats So to get here legally, um, you have to go through a process. You have to apply. And in four years from 18 to 21, all right, more than 3 million people have gone through that process and are now here. Overall, 34 million foreign nationals live legally in the United States. And about half of them have become American citizens. Right, 34 million. That doesn't count illegal aliens, okay? which I estimate between 15 and 18 million. All right. So that's a lot of folks. We're taking a lot of folks in, but we should take more. So Congress should pass a new immigration quota of a million and a half, half of them by merit, people that the United States needs all right, to do business or academics or whatever it may be and half on refugee status. What is that? Like the Afghans who helped us, coming over the Iraqis who helped us, various people in various countries who have contributed to the benefit of the United States, and now they might be in some trouble. That's refugees. That's different from asylum, okay? Asylum is a totally different thing, all right? And that is a case-by-case where a judge makes the decision. But Congress can say, we'll take a million and a half, half merit, half refugees. I think that's generous, and we can control that number here. It doesn't set off demographic chaos um, like this massive wave of illegal immigration does. So the border is not going to get any better under Biden, because as I've said, Probably too much, and I apologize if I'm repetitive. President Biden doesn't care about this at all. All right. It's way too complicated for him. He's afraid of the progressive left who wants open borders. Everybody knows that. Okay, so he's not going to do anything. And when he went to El Paso, he didn't want to be there. He didn't do anything there. It's a whole charade. So Biden's got two more years in office. Nothing's going to get better at the border. But if you ask his press secretary about that, here's what you get. Go. Look, the president has been doing the work. Uh, and if you think about the record funding, he has done, uh, he has done more than any prior, re- prior president to secure the border and build a safe, orderly, and humane immigration system. Well, I don't think there's one American, not one, who believes that statement. Now, is she lying? Yes. It's not misleading. It's not spinning. She's lying. All right. So Donald Trump, for example, tried to build a border wall and was successful in his remain in Mexico policy. He did a thousand times more to control illegal immigration than Joe Biden. A thousand times more. Yet that woman has the mitigated gall to get up there and go, no, Biden's done more than any other president. It's just a flat out lie. All right. But she gets away with it. I mean, I, I understand that. But if you, you know, when she comes on, I have my producers listen to her. I can't. I just can't. I can't even listen to her because I know that this is not an honest venue here. The White House press office is not an honest venue. Period. Not honest. Now, you can make the same argument for the Trump people and the Bush people and the Obama people. They were spinners. That's what they do. Okay. But a lie like that. Come on. That's insulting. That insults me. All right. Illegal immigration. So the only solution other than the big wall and telling people, if you come here illegally and we catch you and send you back and you do it again, you're banned for life. If it's the third time you go to prison, that that should be a law. Okay. You cross our border. We send you back. Okay. If you come back again, you're banned for life, you get sent back again. Come back a third time, you're in prison. Five years. All right, we'll build, we'll build them. Immigration prisons. Okay, that's it. So that would put a real damper on people conning the system, gaming the system, which is what they're doing now. Everybody knows that. Okay? So then you'll get from the left, well, we need comprehensive immigration reform. It's impossible. Because the Democratic Party wants total amnesty for everybody. You heard Senator Schumer say that. Said flat out every single person, even the criminals. They want amnesty and citizenship for all 18 million of them, whatever the number may be. Republicans are never going to do that. And even when the Democrats control both houses of Congress and had President Obama sitting there, they didn't get that. They didn't do that. And the Republicans are never going to compromise until you put up a wall, a border wall, and, and have a secure southern border. They're never going to give one person the right to come here until that's done. So the gulf, the breach between the two parties is so big, you're never going to get it. It's never going to happen. Okay, so forget about comprehensive immigration reform. Now, uh, Congressman Pat Fallon, Texas, filed impeachment against Department of Human, uh, Department, I'm sorry, the ICE leader, Mayorkas, all right? Secretary of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. There's Mayorkas. Fallon wants him impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors. This is not wise because Mayorkas is a flunky, all right? He's a flunky. That's enough of him. We know what he looks like. All right, he just takes orders from it's Biden. If you want to impeach somebody, it's got to be him. I'm not recommending that at this point because I want to see what this Hunter Biden stuff leads to first. But if you violate immigration law, which Joe Biden is, by allowing people to apply for asylum. When they get caught in the desert, instead of going to ports of entry, which the law specifically says, you want asylum in the United States, you got to go to a port of entry. And there's a ton of them on the southern border. A ton of them. But the people now, they're caught in the desert by ice and they go, oh, I want asylum. And Biden's permitting that. That's a violation of federal law, a violation of his constitutional oath. You can get them on that. But Mayorkas, why bother? I know it's symbolic. I understand that. But... Everybody knows what it is. Um, so summing up, we should be a little bit more um, generous in allowing legal immigrants in here, a million and a half. It has to be done on an orderly basis, refugees and merit. And on illegal immigration, we got to get tough. But Biden will, and that's the memo. Now, <laughs> so there's more documents. This time they find him in Biden's garage in, in Delaware. And he goes, well, I got my Corvette locked up in that garage, so don't worry about the documents. That was, that was what Biden said. Okay. And um, it says a special counsel. Another one. Remember Durham? Durham's still on a payroll. What is Durham doing? He was supposed to get to the bottom of all this FBI corruption and everything. What is that? It's it one after the other after the other of special counsels. Aye. OK, so the new guy is Robert Herr, 50 years old, New York City born, Harvard College, Stanford Law School, swamp creature, uh, special assistant to FBI chief Christopher Wray, assistant U.S. attorney, on and on. You know, he's an establishment guy. I guess he's competent. I don't know him. Um, but he's a special counsel looking at the Biden's documents. But here's the thing about this whole story. It's not being reported accurately. Or is it all presidents? wind up with classified documents in their offices private offices after they leave um the white house all of them because they don't pack it trump didn't pack it biden didn't pack it there are people throwing stuff in all right and here's what biden said this morning about this whole thing go the department of justice was immediately as was done The Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Okay, fine. But you didn't tell the public. Okay, so this happened before the midterm election, as we reported yesterday. And we didn't find out about this till last week, January 12th. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't January 12th. It was uh, the documents in Biden's Wilmington home were January 12th. (laughs) We didn't find out about this until about 10 days ago when CNN reported it, NBC reported something like that. So for a solid two months, the Biden administration kept it quiet, covered it up. Sure. Sure. So Joe Biden said, oh, we immediately told the Department of Justice and the documents. And you didn't tell us. You worked for us. You didn't tell us because you didn't want that out before the midterm vote. That's why. That's the story. The cover up. The old cliche, it's not the crime, it's the cover up. Here you go. Now, Donald Trump has got to be the luckiest guy in the world, right? all this Mar-a-Lago document stuff, bye, gone. Because you can't do anything to Trump unless you do the same thing to Biden. It doesn't matter how many. It doesn't matter how many. It's the same thing. So there's Trump going, okay, I dodged another one. And he did. So in the end, nothing is going to happen on the document front. That's going to happen to Trump. That's going to happen to Biden. But the left wingers in this country, they're desperate now to save Biden's reputation. Because remember, Biden was hard on Trump. Biden pounded Trump for this document stuff. And remember the FBI raid, of course you remember that, on Mar-a-Lago. I mean, it was totally, I said it at the time, didn't have to happen. That was ridiculous. It was absurd that happened. Anyway, I was on News Nation last night with Chris Cuomo. We do that every Wednesday. And, of course, this subject came up. Roll it. The only thing I'll say oh, about the documents... They're looking at them now like crazy. Is the, the saving grace, and it is grace, uh, for Trump and for Biden and for most of these guys is they have no idea what documents they retained, and the statute demands it. That's correct. It's got to be willful that's retention. Uh, I don't know about the uh, didn't release them before the midterms. I don't think uh, Biden knew anything about this. I have no reason to believe otherwise. The only uh, problem That's impossible, Trump- Cuomo. Excuse me? That's impossible. What's impossible? So six days before the midterms, right? They his lawyers, his own lawyers, right? Discovered the documents, reported it to the archives, right? And you're telling me his own lawyers wouldn't tell him? Oh no! Look, they may have, but I don't think they hid it. Um, and I think that look, of they're course the ones, they hid it. Well, they're the ones who disclosed it. Of course it. they did. We didn't find out until the, a couple of days ago. But, Cuomo, but come they, on. Di- they disclosed it. Come the archive, on. the DOJ didn't come to them and say, "Do you have these documents?" They told the DOJ. Yeah, two and a half months later, after a major look, election, they I, I disclosed think, it. I think it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a problem. But you see that Chris Cuomo didn't want to admit what everybody knows. That would be impossible for Biden not to know his own lawyers discovered documents classified in an office in D.C. Because the fiduciary duty of an attorney, any attorney, is to tell their client what's happening, full disclosure. They would have had to have done that. It was impossible for Biden not to know. So Biden made the decision not to tell anybody. For two months plus. But the left doesn't want. They don't want. No. That's too Nixonian. The cover up. Hmm. Anyway, that's a worthy debate on News Nation every Wednesday. I hope you'll dial into that. If you didn't see it last night, I posted uh, a lot of it on BillOReilly.com. And you don't have to be a premium member or anything to get it. You just go there and you look at it because it's a long segment we do, and that wasn't the only topic. Very interesting topic on uh, the homeless lady getting hosed down in uh, San Francisco. Um, Okay, so that is uh, the sad saga of Joe Biden, who boots it totally in El Paso uh, down on the border. Then it's a, a farce in Mexico City with the three amigos. Then he comes back to the documents and it's only the year's only 12 days long. I'm telling you, and I, I'm, every time I hear he's running again in 24, I got him No, he isn't, because this is going to get worse. Not just this, but it's going to be one after the other, after the other, after the other. OK. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Mitch McConnell. Okay. A little revenge, because I don't like him. And, uh, you know, I've told you why, Kate's Law and all of that. But I think he's the worst of the career politician, a swamp guy, uh, makes deals all in the back room. Uh, He's just not what we need here. Anyway, uh, do you like, approve or disapprove of Mitch McConnell? 29% of the American people approve of him. 64% disapprove. That is the highest number. Okay, the highest number of um, politicians that disapprove, but they don't like them. Now, Pelosi's number, I think, was higher, but they just did Senate here. Another poll Gallup, all right? Um, Party affiliation Are you a conservative or a liberal? This is interesting. So among all Americans, and this was an 11,000 adult poll by telephone, Gallup says 36% of the 11,000 say they are conservative, 36%. Liberal, 26%, 10 points down. However, within the Democratic Party, the people who say they're liberal, not moderate Democrats, are rising. In 1994, 25%. Of Democrats said they were liberal now 54 percent and that's because of the colleges and the the high schools indoctrination that liberal is noble liberal is noble conservative is bad conservative is bad that's why this number is going up FAA meltdown okay so yesterday I hope you weren't flying yesterday about 11,000 flights delayed probably more than that is the latest stats we have about 1,500 uh, cancellations um, because of the computer system uh, notice-to-air missions run by the FAA, all right, crashed. And uh, they put out some statement like it was corrupted by something and uh, uh, who knows. But here's the interesting part of this story. After they got this system up and running again, after it crashed and was out for three hours... OK, um, Canada's went down. Got a coincidence. Now, I'm not a conspiracy guy. You know that I think most conspiracies are dishonest and they're stupid. But Canada's go down. OK, and that lasted three hours. I think ours lasted longer than three hours. I might have misspoken there. That lasted for three hours. So what's going on? Is that a If that's a coincidence, that's a pretty heady coincidence. The same day that the American system goes down and then they get it back up, three hours later, the Canadian system goes down. Okay. I said yesterday, and this is absolutely true, our enemies are watching this. They know our infrastructure is weak here. And all the money we spend, trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions. Where's the infrastructure bill money on this? Isn't that part of the infrastructure? Having safe planes? Being able to take off knowing that they're, what the conditions are? Isn't that part of the infrastructure? What do we do, one, one seven trillion on the infrastructure? And you got an arcane computer system that goes down? Where's the money? You see, there's no accountability. Nobody watches all this. Nobody watches it. All right, Disney, um, least favorite company. So Iger is back, Bob Iger. Uh, Chapek got fired. And Disney's a mess. It's just a mess. So this is rich. Iger is dropping the lowest price ticket to Disney World, and I guess Disneyland as well, to $104. That's a piece. So a family of four that's $416 a day to get into the parks. That's the lowest price. And those tickets are available only two months out of the year, July and August in Orlando when it's 150 degrees. I don't know what they do in Anaheim. So this is like, I go, oh yeah, we're gonna... Look, Disney is an operation that does not care, about what it was invented to do and that was entertain children that's why walt disney founded the company to entertain children and now they price the children out the working class and poor kids of america can't go why because they're greedy sobs that's why s usc University of Southern California, good school, particularly if you want to get into movies and stuff like that. Okay, this is reported by The Daily Caller, but I believe it's true. It has not been refuted. So. USC is removing the word field, F-I-E-L-D, playing field, field. You can't say it anymore or you're offensive. And they're replacing it with the Latin word practicum, practicum, P-R-A-C-T-I-C-U-M, practicum. So you have to go, are you going to the practicum to play baseball today? (laughs) No. Why are they doing this? Because the word field has ties to anti-black and anti-immigrant rhetoric. Going into the field or field work may have connotations for the descendants of slavery and immigrant workers that are not benign. Now this is beyond insane. This is in a a totally different realm where we're going to destroy the English language. And I don't know, there's no why behind it. No black person on earth is going to be offended by the word field. I mean, you really have to You'd have to be so neurotic, all right? A field is a field. No, not at USC. See, this disqualifies that college now. I can't root for it in sports. I would never send my urchins there. I won't go on the campus. I mean, my alma mater, Marist College in Poughkeepsie, okay, is now woke. I'm out. Boston University, where I got a master's in broadcast journalism, is beyond woke. I'm out. Harvard, you know about. Okay, so I got nowhere to go. I'm I'm looking for schools that I can support. I found one. Talladega University in Alabama, mostly black school. I give them substantial amount of money for scholarships because it isn't woke. They do a damn good job in educating poor and working people. It's a historically black school, but there are whites there now. So I'm actually looking around for schools. I'm not going to give you a dime if you're woke and stupid. I'm not. All right. India is going to pass China as the world's most populated country. Why do we care? We should care. So in India, they now have, and I don't know how to keep track of this, 1,410,000,000 people. China has 1,450,000,000 people. So maybe next Thursday, depending on the birth rate in India, passes China. Now, if you look at the map, and I hope you have one, India is a lot smaller country than China. So it's dense. It's packed in. So what is the significance? Why am I telling you about this? Because it's all about climate change. So the progressive left in this country want to ruin capitalism. That is priority number one. Get rid of capitalism. If you're a progressive, you have to buy into that. The way to do it is to destroy industries like gas, like coal, like natural gas, all of those industries, destroy them. Okay. Destroy car makers, truck makers that use those things, fossil fuels, right? That, that's a big step. Government controls all of this. That's what the progressives want. In the name of climate change, we can't spew the stuff into the air. Okay. Number one, that is self-defeating because it, you destroy the economy, you destroy people's lives. And the progressives, that's why we're in this inflationary spiral. That's why it's happening. And we may go into a recession. That's why. Biden and the progressive movement caused it. Now, China and India, the two biggest populations, they're not going to do any, anything to stop global warming. They can't. They got too many people to feed. They're going to pump out as much fossil fuel stuff as they can. They're not gonna clean up the environment. They're not gonna stop throwing garbage into the Ganges River because they don't have the infrastructure to collect the garbage. And the Chinese aren't gonna do jack. In fact, the Chinese want this global warming to destroy our economy. That's what they want. That's why they cheer it on. So you got a planet where you're destroying the economies of the West, the capitalist economies, in the name of global warming but the two big population centers aren't gonna do a thing there you go John Kerry okay smart life if you're going on vacation in summer you go on a trip you got to do it now you got to plan now you got about a two-week window by February 1st if you don't have it done by then you're gonna pay a lot more so um, Summer vacations are healthy, particularly if you have urchins and you take them someplace they haven't been, and I always did that every summer. Always took them to different parts of the country, show them things. You gotta book it now. Number one, drive if you can. Stay out of the uh, airport. That's a killer, and they'll kill you. Believe me, their pricing is insane. So if you can drive, if it's within 12 hours of your home, Stay overnight someplace, all right? Do it, drive. Number two, hotels. They'll give you a price on a hotel and then they'll add 40% more on that you don't know about gym fees, water fees, whatever it may be. So you need to get the full price because they're killing you, these hotels. If you book ahead, you can go to TripAdvisor or Expedia, or one of these things. You can compare. All right. Comparison shop. This is what you have to do, because if you don't, if you wait until May to book your summer vacation, it's going to cost you 50 to 60 percent more. Do the same thing. All right. Smart life. Get on it. Figure it out. Talk it over. Get a destination or two you might want to go to. Research. Drive if you can. To stay in history, January 12th, 1971, the most controversial TV program of all time because of the uh, year. It was 52 years ago, January 12th, 1971, debuted on CBS. Go married 22 years today, Daddy, so talk real nice to Mom, okay? Listen, little girl, you just go on and mind your own beeswax, huh? And pull that skate down. <laughs> Every time you sit down on one of them things, the mystery's over. <laughs> what the hell is it nowadays? Will you tell me? Girls with skates up to here, guys with hair down to there? <laughs> I stopped in a gent's room the other day, so help me, there was a guy in there with a ponytail. My heart nearly turned over in me. I thought I was in the wrong (laughs) turret. Why do you fight it? The world's changing. That's right. That's what the Reverend Felcher was saying. You two should have heard him. Of course, Mr. Religion here wasn't seeing eye to eye with the sermon. What sermon? That was socialist propaganda, pure and simple. don't give me that look. You didn't think it was so hot, neither. I said it was different, that's all. But I didn't curse the Reverend from right there in the front. (laughs) Brilliant. And gutsy. Gutsy. You know, nobody had seen that before on television in America. They did have it in Britain fact, like that's where they got the idea from All in the Family. They had that kind of edge. I was in, uh, I lived in England in 69, 70, and I saw it. I went, whoa. And uh, so the TV guys put it over. All in the Family uh, was on for nine years, five number one, all kinds of offshoots. But just that clip, it holds up. It holds up now, 52 years later. All right, Mel, and uh, final thought. and will challenge me intellectually, you're not gonna find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go to the mail. Philip, spending millions to fix the airline computer system to keep Americans safe. It's what the government is supposed to do with my money, not flush it away On climate change boondoggles and jogging trails in Georgia right on that's a good letter Philip Kathleen I cannot believe the house bill to remove 70 billion from the budget was made by the Democrats are they not thinking of the US citizens or are they foolishly thinking it won't affect taxpayers making less than 400 thousand it's about government control Kathleen the progressive left Democratic Party wants big government to tell you what you can and can't do, and that goes for money. You get all those IRS agents all over you, okay? That's what they want. William Nelson, Prosser, Washington. When I was a kid back in the 50s and 60s, we all knew there were poor people, homeless, out-of-work folks, but we didn't see them. Now you see tents lined up in most large cities throughout the country. My question is, where have all these homeless folks come from? They've come from your neighborhood, William. They come from everywhere. Most of them are drug addicted. If you are addicted to hard drugs, you can't hold a job. You can't have a house because you can't pay the rent or mortgage And so you find yourself destitute and you go where other drug addicts go. You conjure together. And so they've decided to go to San Francisco where they're paid thousand dollars a month by the city and they spend it on heroin and fentanyl, whatever, meth. Um, And then more and more and more and more come. That's what happens. George Zaluna, Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. For Boebert and Getz, who stood alone on principle, you should understand that, O'Reilly. If they truly believe that Kevin McCarthy should not be speaker, they shouldn't vote for him. You may be right when you say they are rock stars among a very small sliver of Americans, but it is that sliver that will bring us back to sanity. Well, George, look. Um, I'm all for voting your conscience, but there comes a point whether you destroy the party that you're part of or not. And that point was reached by Boebert and Gates. And as far as that sliver to bring us back to sanity, only if you persuade the majority. And believe me, Gates and Boebert are not persuading the majority of Americans. They have lost almost all credibility. Sharon Wright, Coca, Florida, since I don't trust information coming from the net, can you give us a history lesson on our immigration laws? I don't have real time for that, um, but I understand your uh, dilemma. So in the early part of America's development, we needed all the immigrants we could get. All right. Because of the westward expansion and there was no, you know, you got here, you're here. No paperwork. Then in the 19th century, when my people came over from Ireland, all right, my mother's side came over three ships after the Mayflower. That's how early they came. There's no paper. But you, you signed a paper, okay, and you were here. But that was it. Then in the 19th century and the 20th century, structures started to be put into place. But only after, all right, the government expanded, income tax was voted in the government got bigger, and then it had to know who was here. The modern-day immigration changed with Ronald Reagan, who gave everybody amnesty in the trade-off that we were going to secure the border. Well, everybody got amnesty in the 80s, all the foreign nationals, but no border security. That was Reagan's fault. Reagan should have followed through on that. And now we have chaos. So there's your history lesson. Steve Prest, Middleburg Heights, Ohio. My wife and I are traveling on a long Planned 30th anniversary to Hawaii, and we got hammered by the collapse of the computer. You missed our first day and maybe more. Lines for airline customer service are miles long. I know you can't drive to Hawaii, and Hawaii is a beautiful place to go. I love Hawaii, but if you can drive, drive. Um, Ruth, I love the Smart Life tips on nutrition. Chris, I have been following your no-sugar suggestions for several months. Even through the Christmas holidays, I feel much better. Okay. Greg Nunley, Louisville, Kentucky. I have followed you for years, O'Reilly. Thank you for your honest commentary. It is not found elsewhere. That's what we do here. We give you stuff you'll find nowhere else. Okay. So I hope you go to the Bill O'Reilly store. It helps us out. You know, we got to pay our people, and we pay them well. Um, And pick up some uh, no-spin mugs. Stand up for your country mugs. Pick up, please, my still best-selling book, Killing the Legends, number 13 last Sunday on The New York Times. It's amazing. It really is. You'll love the book. Pick it up. Come a premium or a concierge member on BillOReilly.com. Get that book or any of my other tomes free. Free, free, free. Want to write to me? Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Word of the day, don't be a moon calf. mooncalf. M-O-O-N-C-A-L-F, mooncalf. Back with a final thought on Jack Nicholson in a moment. Okay, so here's the final thought of the day. There's a uh, tabloid called the Daily Mail, the worst. Just the lowest. Can't even, I don't have enough adjectives, okay? So it writes uh, a piece on Jack Nicholson, who's 85 years old. And it says that he's uh, losing it, and uh, his life is terrible, on and on and on and on. It's disgusting. All right, so Nicholson, as you know, uh, has won three Oscars for Best Actor. Um, He's probably one of the top five actors of all time, American actors of all time. So I know this article is bull because I visited Jack Nicholson a few months ago, and uh, I was at his house. And I had a long conversation with him, and he follows the No Spin News very closely, and he had all kinds of very intelligent questions for me, and I've been friends with him for decades. And he is 85, okay, but uh, he's more intellectually nimble than the President of the United States, I'll tell you that. So when I see this kind of stuff, you know, it's, it's really horrible because people believe it. But I thought for Jack's sake, I'd set the record straight. I hope he doesn't mind, um, but he's a good guy, smart guy. And uh, every time I talk to him, I learn a tremendous amount, which is really my litmus test you know, for people. I, I, I want to learn I wanna, what they've experienced. So anyway, Jack Nicholson, hang tough out there in Los Angeles. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News, Sunday column at noon. We'll see you again on Monday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.